The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody and welcome to the panel discussion. My name is Greg. We are here. It is November. Um, we threw Spooptober out the window. It is now a totally different thing today that Micah spurred off, and I'm very upset with him for it <laughs> because I read crap, which is rare, rarely happens on the show. But as I said, I am Greg, and I am joined by my three good friends today. I'm going to start with the man to the right today. Uh, this is Will. Hi, I'm Matt. And what's right? You said right, but you pointed to me. I got real confused. This is my right. <laughs> this is my right. This Correct, one doesn't two. make an L. <laughs> I just want to screw up your intros all the time because you get thrown off so easily. I, I, I don't know why I'm the one who does this. You're right. fine with it. You're, like sh- you're, like, you're like a puppy with ADD. Help, guys, help. Is that you, Sean? Oh, no. it's, pretty, it's pretty hot down here. It's really hot. There's lots of flames. Oh, no. Hitler's, you're not. Hitler's down here. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I opened mouth, slapped her real good in the face. She how... was off slapping her lips, and she wouldn't stop, so I gave her a nice firm slap into the mouth. And now Hitler's over here, and Satan, and all these winged demons, and I, I'm not going to stand for any of this shit. You Fuck t- you! Did you turn your mic off. I think you, I think you turned your mic off. It's on. The, I can't hear you. I quit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sean, I was so shocked. I turned my mic off. Oh my I goodness! I heard that. Oh, I gotta hear a thing, boy. You gotta speak up louder. I'm down under, and I don't mean Australia. I mean the fiery depths of hell. <laughs> That was supposed to be our nice tribute to the late, great Sean Connery. Oh, you wanted a tribute? Well, fuck you. What happened? (laughs) Did you lose a celebrity jeopardy, Sean? I never lost. You know that. You know I never did. But, okay, I guess you guys wanted to do something nice. That was nice. It okay. was entertaining. I think we should just move on. <laughs> At this point. No, no, no. You guys said you wanted to do something nice. So well, let's let's talk about him. I mean, Other than the fact that he's not doing too well right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's in heaven. I don't think so. That's debatable. He's old. He's old Hollywood. Uh, he got busted a few times for, for beating women up, and then he even went on Barbara Walters to say that that's, that's kind of his thing. Is he likes doing it because women just don't no, 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 shut up. So you got you to gotta do it a few times. But, yeah, like, no, let's talk about the guy. Uh, uh, James Bond, great. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Not great. <laughs> stellar performance. On everyone in that film. He I mean, let's be honest. If it wasn't for Sean Connery, he's like he's the first action star. If it wasn't for Sean Connery, I wouldn't have seen that movie. What? That's fair. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, that's true. I would have. In theaters. Really? Monk was in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I realize he, Monk was in it. Like, he was Tony, great. Tony, Wait. Tony Shalhoub? Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, I'll Shalhoub. see anything yeah. with Tony Shalhoub. Wait, what, where was he in it? He was Nemo. He was? <laughs> I just blew your mind. You did. I had no idea. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, Monk was in it, and Monk's cool and all that. I, but that would be the reason alone. Be like, there's this movie starring Tony Shalhoub. 
and he's doesn't even look like him. Apparently not. I, I never go see that. him. I never knew that. Yeah, he's a character. He he could just fall into. He's in Men in Black, if you know. Well, that I know. Well, he, he just morphs. Do you know into he's in Thirteen Ghosts? He changes the size of his head in that all on his own. It's not yes, special he, effects. Yes, he does. Mm. He was in Wings. <laughs> Darn it! He what had a, a sitcom. <laughs> he had Schwapes in Wings, and he did not enjoy it. Schwapes. Like he had a the, Schwapes. There was an episode where Tony Jail? Shalhoub was he was he was going to die, so he had a bucket list things to do, and one of them was try Schwapes. And he took a sip of it, set Isn't it down, it, I think and that's ginger it. soda. It's a ginger, ginger soda. Ale. It's not ginger that's ale. You, oh, it's a different, different brewing, different, yeah. different brewing uh, I, I experience or whatever. But yeah, Sean Connery. Okay, what I'm gonna ask them? who's Highlander. Highlander. That's yeah, that's awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, The you, Rock. What Dwayne Johnson? No, the one with. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson's in that, too, right? I hate you so much. Why are we at the <laughs> same table? <laughs> Where's the little kid's table? So if you got you got to take two one... polar opposites. Come on, he was Indiana Jones' dad. Yeah, he was. Last Crusade. Dr. Jones. He sure was. What, you were, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what, what's your favorite Sean Connery film? <laughs> you got to pick one. I got to pick one? Yeah, one oh, character. Jesus. One Jesus. Honestly, d- yeah. Uh Indy's dad. Indy's dad. I yeah, do love I'd that. I have to agree. Yeah. It was it was a nice touch, and it was kind of it was kind of cool to Charlemagne. see. He was very charming. Yeah, he fit there can well be with, only one yeah. Spanish peacock. That's yeah. <laughs> he fit I, nicely as as Harrison Ford's dad. Juan it, it, Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Now everybody, oh my <laughs> everyone likes to go back to Highlander. Let's talk about Highlander two. No, let's Renegade not. Edition. Let's just leave that alone. <laughs> All right. How they totally retconned the first movie. You just hey. watch the first and you forget everything else. No, no, no. As a matter everything of fact, I, I, it's, it's Highlander as a whole. Other than that first movie, every one of the sequels get even more confusing and convoluted and mixed up and they change everything. Um, and in the TV show, he had like a samurai sword. Yeah. Well, it was a different. But still, it was, still it was, weird. It was a different McGregor or whatever. Yeah, you could have what, any sword you want. Like Ramirez had a, had, a, had a katana. <laughs> you have a Scotsman playing a Spanish Egyptian. I mean, it doesn't you're, matter. You're not wrong. <laughs> Heritage no. makes no matter. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, All right. Who's got? I mean, uh, you guys read any new books? I I loved the uh, the last Ronin Turtles comic. That was so fantastic. Good. Did you uh, get it, Matt? I did not. No. Okay, so you I and I are things. the only ones in the room that didn't get it. I uh, they sold out at Queen City Bookstore, so I went to to Pulp, and they sold out there too. Yeah, I have fun. two copies, you suckers! <laughs> <laughs> it's all Will's fault. Oh, I got you I gotta, got cover A and cover R one. Eat it! You're gotta, eat it! You got to be quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and without who said that? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even sound like you. I didn't know you could do voices. Not as well You're, as you. Yeah. Not as well as you. Trust <laughs> this me. whole time. But it was a fantastic sure read. You do. You're a guy. You could do a good Borette. Oh, my goodness. What's this again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, every, I will say, for the people who've read it, without spoiling anything, the the reveal in the end, I don't know that. I personally don't know if it was a re- reveal no, or not. No, it's a reveal. It's a reveal. I don't, ah, there was just the punctuation messed me up. No, no, the, the punctuation, it, it says, it's not like, who are you talking to, question mark, person's name, Fair. question mark. It's, who are you talking to, person's name, question mark. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I had to okay. tap my foot in rhythm to my <laughs> argument. And I'm pissed because the damn book is the size of a magazine. How am I supposed to put that in protective bag? <laughs> How am I supposed to bag aboard this shit? <laughs> size of a goddamn magazine. That's a hell of a toe tap what you did over there, boy. <laughs> Whoo. All I need now is a jug with three X's on it, and I can hoof <laughs> into that. <laughs> well, the toe tap. Keep a good beat there. Emmett Otter would be proud. This podcasting thing doesn't pay off for us. We could start a bluegrass band. Oh, you don't really have to have talent. As long as I get to play, play the washboard. I just want that, that bass Who's that's on in the, the bucket. Oh, that's Matt. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You be bass. You're the guy with the the the, uh, the wash tub. I'm going to be the one who does this. Can we hire an otter? I like it. Yes, we'll have otters swimming in front of us. Someone's got to play the stomach. Gleefully. Also known as the skins. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Don't I'll sound do so it. reluctant. It's going to sound great. Uh, the uh, the last of the three Jokers book also hit, and that was also extremely good. It ties I in. Gotten there yet. It ties in. Uh, it's pretty much. It ties in really close to uh, Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. So if you're a fan of that, really, I would highly recommend the Three cool. Jokers. The art for it is incredible. Yeah, the art, the story, so, the yeah. it, it's a really there good. There are read. people that are uh, like I've heard people complain about it, but you're They're always wrong. gonna have that. You're always gonna have that though. <laughs> There's people who are like, oh, well, the last Ronin was a gimmick. I was like, ah, shut up. That's comic books. Well, comic books are all gimmick. Yeah, yep. they gotta make sales. Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. People yeah. are complaining about it that it was so different. I was like, that's what I wanted. Like you want th- that is what like Batman has made like a record off of is having these weird comics that never seem like they'd be a Batman comic. That's what Scott Snyder's done such a great job with Batman Return or Dark Knight Returns was that. Yeah. So yeah. Ugh. I mean, the guy's been around since what the thirties. Yeah. Like, of course, things have to change. It's almost been a hundred years. <laughs> things have Whoa. to be. It's. I like a story Whoa. that doesn't fit. Oh, well, wow, I mean, it, it, I think it. I think it fits. It's just it's. It's something different, yeah. That may or may not change the way you view characters ever again, which I think is something that speaks to the good, the greatness of that story. Yeah, like Killing Joke is completely. It completely makes you rethink the way you look at the Joker. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think things like like Frank Miller's Batman and stuff changed that character completely. Yeah, because if you look at the Batman we had in the the 30s and in the 60s, it's totally different than the Batman we have now. Yeah, it was Frank Miller was actually the one that that was at that turning point. Yeah, he brought it to a little bit more edgier. Batman form. was Frank Miller, stale. and then I think yeah. Tim Burton all helped a hand in making him like literally oh, the dark. Oh, absolutely. I fair, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, we've talked about it before with some of with some of our circle of friends around wrestling about how you know the influence that Burton had uh, on it that continues to be seen today. But but most certainly, yeah, that's yeah, that's I kind agree. of that, that like late eighties. Early '90s period was like I, I think that really projected Batman into a whole new audience. That that was know, the, the first everything. time they really took a comic book and made it like a gritty interpretation. Yeah, I mean, for Superman film. was yeah. like a white meat, like baby face type for movie. Sure, it, was, yeah. it was that's all yeah, that, that was all you had before Batman was just Superman and Supergirl. Superman right? would pop on the moon just to fix the flag. Like, <laughs> what a nice guy! Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like that's the, the Tim Burton, guy. the Tim Burton Batman film, like. When I, I remember seeing it when I was younger, and it was very, it was, it was intimidating. Yeah, it was like a very intimidating, dark. I'm like, this isn't the Batman I know. I love when, <laughs> well, I Vicky. mean, it's, like I grew up with Adam West, like Powell, yeah. Zam, Kajiga. <laughs> yeah, and like to see like the dark take was oh, yeah. 
it's what totally inspired different. Bruce Timm's animated series, I think, and like the direction that. Oh, oh it definitely no, it totally oh, did. Sure. They, yeah. The creators of the Batman animated series said that they designed it to mesh with Burton's vision. That's and why it, it looks perfectly. like a 1930s. They the music, the, yeah, like a noir kind of thing. They, like they used the music and all that, so they took a lot. Of, it definitely took a lot of influence from that. But show didn't have a lot of prints, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, he only does movies. It isn't a TV. Are you kidding me? He's Prince. Mm. He's lowering his standards for television. <laughs> Get out of here. For somewhere, kids' cartoons. Somewhere in an alternate universe thing, uh, a multiverse, if you will. You love those. Bill Murray. Bill Murray is Batman instead of Michael Keaton, and David what? Bowie is Joker. Oh, so half of that I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> You know I, that, right? I was. Was that one of the few? Bill Murray roles? was up for the the role as Batman. Yeah. yeah. Could and you imagine? Bowie was up for the role as Joker. Justice League of like Bill Murray, <laughs> Batman, and Nicolas Cage, Superman. Like if that had happened. Oh, Woo, Jesus. oh my goodness! That would have been a dream come true, man. I, I mean, I would watch it and probably keep watching it. I'm yeah. still upset we didn't get Superman Lives. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's supposed to appear in that Flash that Flash movie. That's, they said they're gonna yeah, use they're gonna the, use him as one of those alternate universe type things. They're gonna use Nicolas Cage as Superman. That's a great segue into what I was gonna say. I had too because like we said, those movies are trying to like one up each other. It feels like Doctor Strange um, and Flash. And, the Flash. Yeah. and now I had messaged Will about this that Hugh Jackman is being talked to about showing up in the Doctor Strange film for even a second as Wolverine. Yeah. So what is he, Terry Funk? <laughs> you you retired. Get out of here. Go on, get shoo. <laughs> We had enough of it. Bring in somebody five foot two, jacked up, gritty, and Canadian. Yeah. He'll and show up if he's booked, though. There That's is true. A, <laughs> he's up if he's you booked. never know when your next match is going to be. There, you never know. Right now, rumor. he's at home doing not doing tricks on his trampoline, mm-hmm. just jumping with his weights. He doesn't do a lot of tricks. Jumping with his weights. Just jumping with, jumping his, with weights. his weights. Didn't you just do, never know. Didn't that guy pass away? He certainly did. did. Yeah. Oh. R.I.P. That was that was a sad little thing. Uh, no, Dennis, I, Stamp. Was, Dennis, Dennis Stamp. Dennis Stamp. Yes. God love him. He got so many bookings at the end of his life, too. As well he should have. Well-deserved. Yes. Well-deserved. Well yeah, absolutely. And he showed up because he was booked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so who watched uh, The Mandalorian? Oh, I still had another piece of Wolverine news. Go ahead. Oh. What else about Hugh Jackman? I'm sorry. About Hugh Jackman? There's a no. It's not Hugh Jackman. There's a rumor that Dacre Montgomery, who's played the Red Ranger in the new Power Rangers movie, as well as Billy in Stranger Things, is being eyed for Wolverine. Now, I don't know too how handsome. I handsome. I want an ugly. I kind of agree I want with an that. Ugly man. To play I want. Wolverine. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Way I, too handsome. He's the right size. Well. Goodness maybe, me. Maybe for you. <laughs> He's the right height. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I think I even when he tried to be ugly with the mullet and the mustache, it, it doesn't work for that character. So, I, yeah. No, I what are you? Out. Wait, you think that was ugly? What are your, what's your definition of beauty with that sweet mullet mustache? You That's are. the epitome of beauty. <laughs> I, I forgot who I was talking to I on my really right. literally sitting right there. <laughs> forgot my about the man goodness who, who, built, who built the feud on a mullet. <laughs> as as all feuds should be built on. <laughs> but, I mean, I want, if, if the next Wolverine doesn't have a back full of hair, I'm going to be pissed as hell. <laughs> Even I if agreed. they glue it on. Yeah, none of this clean-shaven, yeah. I'm talking pack. like Harry and the Hendersons type, type of hair. <laughs> Got, I just got want Bush. Yes. I want Cyclops to call him Daddy. That's how hairy I want him to be. I'm gonna politely ask you to sh- stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna politely ask you to shut the hell up right now. 
Don't even get that going. Are you still pissed about my my opener with Sean Connery at the beginning before Matt's like, hey, that's fine. Hey, man, we're going to have a nice, a nice, like. Memorial to show. We're supposed to have guests next week, so let's get it out today. <laughs> We're having guests? Yeah. Yeah, the toy company. I'm not allowed to be here. <laughs> we lock Micah in the basement for the <laughs> No, it's haunted down there. It's spooky. <laughs> That's all I was going to say, man. I just want Cyclops to call him daddy. You stop. <laughs> I will take no Cyclops slander here. Not in my house. <laughs> you Wait, didn't they just release a book where they're like stop a it. thruple? Stop it. Stop it. They're sharing. There's three rooms and there's two doors. Oh, this was a conversation for like three months straight. This was what <laughs> ten episodes? You think, where I would you, think read you think Logan looks him in the eye? Of course. That's dangerous. He does. But he's got regenerative powers, so <laughs> I mean, it's always like a virgin. <laughs> anyway, the Mandalorian. Who watched it? I watched it. Dude. It was yeah. Mandalorian was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. We're losing um, viewers. <laughs> I'm by so the sorry. second, by the second, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I stopped. We actually, kept we going. actually had more. We actually, yeah, had I know. More viewers I feel fun. like the worse you are, the more people listen, which is weird. Old biscuits. That, that's that's culture for you, uh, <laughs> America. No, <laughs> no, cancel culture is gonna get to me soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought Mandalorian was good. My mm-hmm. only my only concern with Mandalorian <laughs> is I feel like they're they're starting to enter prequel. Esque problems because there's too many quinky dinks. Sure. That like I'm sorry. What are the chances that one gentleman is going to get Boba Fett's armor and Darth Vader's pod racer? What are the chances? That I happens? didn't even catch that. I knew it was You're a pod right. racer, but I didn't think it was Anakin. It's the engine of Anakin's pod racer. It is definitely and happened yes. to be fighting a monster in a Sarlacc pit. Well, it's Tatooine, but so, still specifically like that specific that that's what that thing happened to take. I mean, they're both big. Fair. That makes sense to it's me. That that one I can let go. But like one man in an entire galaxy gets Boba Fett's armor and Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader's pod racer engine. And he's a cowboy. Yeah, well, man. <laughs> dude, he's justified. Man. I get I get your reference. And then that's all I, did, that's all I, I know the did actor, like the R5 he D4. He was in a, one of the Halloweens, I think, too. Or Scream. Can't remember. He scream. Yeah, I did like the R five D four flashback, like mm. callback. That, yeah, I thought that was, that was cool. cool. That was that really was good. cool. I think I watched like a ten minute video on YouTube, and it it showed all the different comparisons and references to the to the to, to the stuff. And I don't think it needs to do all of that. Yeah, but I I can appreciate certain callbacks, especially I mean, especially to the, to the prequels, which oh, I get excited when the prequels get mentioned. A lot of people don't like the prequels. I why'd you look at me? No, I, did. I was looking across. I was looking everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was shifting his eyes. He's shifting only got one. That's why you can't trust him. He's shifting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the prequels were my Star Wars that I grew up on. So yeah. I, I tend to appreciate that. I mean, like, I got excited in the, the newer, the, the sequel trilogy, which I, you know, we, we're, I'm not going to go on and rant about that again. But oh, when, they reference, <laughs> when they reference prequel trilogy stuff. No, like I appreciate that. Stuff, yeah. Like, if, if another character in the show had Anakin's pod racer. You'd yeah, be okay but with the, that. the same guy to have both <laughs> is weird. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, come on. And I mean, the other thing is that guy, there was there hey. was a very easy solution to their problem. Shut. What was this? What was this problem? All right, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about Cuck Cyclops <laughs> and and Wolverine here and, and Jean Grey, but he's allowed to bring this shit up. <laughs> Why? I didn't this? say anything. 
No, I didn't say no, because we're not getting into it. <laughs> it's fine. It's over. It's final. It's, it's done. Cancel it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I mean, if they had a certain apparatus they could strap to their feet <laughs> that would reduce the vibrations and the noise of their footsteps. <laughs> Which in turn would reduce the ability of the crate dragon to f- sense them and attack them. Yeah. I mean, they would be all set. Can you imagine? I mean, how nice would it have been for those Tuscan Raiders to have moon shoes? <laughs> They're actually called Death Star boots there. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> I think I'm having an aneurysm. Here it comes. Here it comes. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna yell. He's gonna yell. William, Do it, William. Do it. The moon shoes cause vibration. But not as much. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Sean Connery's dead. Yes, he is. That's yeah. A, How does that there? Uh, well, I mean, people die. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm glad, glad that I knew right. him. So real you know, quick. Film. Well, last week, we mentioned Sean Connery in, uh, in a story oh, that yes. we were telling about Bob. It's your fault. And then I also <laughs> mentioned... Tracy Smothers wrestling a bear. You d- and the oh next day, Tracy God. Smothers died. And then right after that, Sean Connery died. I, I think I might be like, I might have, uh, I, I, I don't the know. Shinning? Type of- <laughs> Maybe, uh, do I have that power? You could have the shinning. Do you guys want your tarot cards read? No, I don't want to know my future. I'll die when I die. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> who, who are we talking to? Who did we talk about earlier? Don't no. Let's not talk about that, anyone that else. kid that paid the Red Ranger. He's next. <laughs> no, we talked a lot a, about I'm Michael a, Keaton and Tim Burton. A, so be careful. Oh no! They be must very be careful. <laughs> not well, Michael Keaton. We need another Vulture appearance. <laughs> Tim Burton. I don't really care about now. His last good movie was yeah. in 1999. But yeah, Sleepy uh, Hollow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sleepy That's, Hollow. Is I just watched that actually. It's, it's a fine. It's phenomenal. Film. If you could get past Jeffrey Jones, it's it's phenomenal movie. <laughs> Uh, the with, with the Mandalorian that we were talking about. Oh, what? The, yes. The two two things I or one of the things I liked is I was reading an article about how this was actually the first appearance of the crate dragon, and it was something that just existed in lore that you saw the bones. I seen it in a video yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, they did have it in a video, video game. game. Which one? The books. Yeah. Uh, there was a Star Wars Clone Wars that came out oh, like okay. oh or oh two. It was like a GameCube, PlayStation. <sighs> so. I believe, I believe it was that. in Force Unleashed 2 as well. Still a pretty deep cut. I couldn't get too far in that, but yeah. And then the pearl is something that's been used to make lightsabers. So they are really still digging into the lore, which yeah. I appreciate. Um, the pearl I knew about. Keep with. The, the only other thing that I'm going to get on a little soapbox real quick. You want to tap your foot with and that? And I've, I've talked to Mike about this. Mm. What bothers me is I grew up with the original trilogy. And yeah. I read book after book and oh, yeah. comic after comic. Yep. And what bothers me is when Disney took it over, they're going to wipe the slate clean. Okay, you're going to wipe the slate clean. I yeah. get it. But you didn't. You just took the stuff that was already written about and you just yep. reformulated it to your new problem, your new your new show. Like, like you can't tell me that Ray and Kylo don't have a strikingly odd resemblance to, to – uh, Ben and uh, no, not Ben. Uh, um, uh, the, the 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 twins. Yeah, the twins. Yeah, I oh, Jason Shit. and Gianna. Sorry, well, brain fart. If it Jason doesn't Gianna exist, Solo. they did it first. But the other thing too is you have Cobb Vanth. Yeah, it's just Jodo cast, but he's nicer. Like it's the same <laughs> damn story. Right. It's someone who 
got Boba Fett's armor and used it to gain. Like, you just took stuff that I read decades ago, and you said, that doesn't exist anymore, because we said so, but it does, but we're just going to... Oh, that's, we'll, that's, we'll I mean, that's, a, that's a great point. And that's why that was, I don't yeah, no. I don't read any of the new comics. I don't read any of the new books because I spent 20 years of my life reading and learning about Whoa. this franchise. And they just slapped new names yeah. on it. And and, made it and another one, like the new Luke Skywalker in Last Jedi. You can't tell me he doesn't. If you let if you read the Thrawn trilogy, he's like Joris Kabath. Like, we'll you, get, just, you just took its characters and plot points we'll from what had already been done and just. Spun it in your own new direction. I mean, could you which, imagine it, how yeah. how better how much better it would be if they actually you know they just straight up just use those influences? Why didn't they? Right? I don't understand why they didn't. Because it, it's not it, it's Disney. It, it's you know, not there. Unfortunately, then. it's unfortunately that's, that's we'll get a Disney. reskinned Cade Skywalker at some point. We'll get something similar because those comics were so popular. Who knows what we're going to get? They're doing the High Republic right now. You have no idea what that's going to look like. like. I'm surprised have... they're talking about going through with Reven. They'll, they'll they'll do like Revan. some character Revan that looks Star. just like him, but it's not Revan. Right, it'll right. be like I, no, same thing. I, like no, I I, I don't think so. I Ravines. think I think Revan will actually like come out now. What, okay, if they do Revan and they don't do Malak and they don't do they're uh, talking Nihilus. Revan because they want it to be specifically Keanu's. Yeah, but but like if you do it. that character, but you don't do his supporting cast, like yeah. it loses its appeal to me. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I, I I get that, Will. But the thing is, is like Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy. She misses. oh yeah. <laughs> No. She, no, she came out. She and is said, Voldemort. She is the name that shall not be named. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she who do not speak of. She came out on record and was just like, "Oh, you don't understand. We didn't have any source material. Yeah. Uh, we're going off the a new story, new scripts, and stuff." And I'm just like, I wanted to strangle her. Oh, and that's where the, I think it, it's changing. Is you have people who do appreciate the yes, source material. Dave, that's Filoni, what I was going to get Filoni, at. Filoni and, and Favreau. That, yeah. See, those two, they appreciate legends and they know everything about legends so i feel like they're picking and choosing their favorite parts of it and uh what the fans would appreciate and they're pointing it into this story which is the mandalorian which is eventually going to open up into a very vast universe and kk is too stupid to catch it that's is what's happening she well, doesn't I, get I, it the, the thing yeah. the thing is i think i think you guys are right i think she has is so ignorant yeah. to the lore of Star Wars that the writers underneath her know about it, and they're just tr- taking, like you guys said, the the stories that have been told for decades and trying to adapt them in a new way so they can trick her into because she doesn't know she's no. she has no that's clue. A, that's the worst thing you can do as a as a creator of like, entertainment I, I, is be I, ignorant to the source material. I in the feel, and that happens so often. It's, it happens all the time. I feel so Dude, alienated all... from Star Wars. Like I feel like I wasted twenty years of reading stories. That yeah. mean nothing now. Yeah, you didn't waste anything because all that stuff is going to be coming out, man. Yeah. And it's still, like, yeah. And it's and how cool do you feel knowing that you know this shit? And I, when I they introduce the something, can, like it, I hope that way that it pans out. But I, I don't know. Hollywood is is so just wild. I I mean, Resident Evil. I'll, I'll go with a little sidetrack. Oh, yeah, Resident I, Evil. I saw the French, casting call. That looks great. Ooh, I didn't yeah. see the cast. Um, I didn't I didn't see it either. I've heard rumors, but I'm excited for it. But I mean, those Paul W S Anderson movies you know, took a franchise that I loved so much. A guy who didn't give a two shits about <laughs> the source material and the people that actually appreciated it, and they spewed out garbage. And he's doing the same thing with Monster Hunter. He's like, it looks just like the game, and they're dropped in with machine guns, which have never existed <laughs> in Mon- Monster Hunter, and. Who's the main character? I mean, of course, his wife. <laughs> I mean, this is honestly why, like, like video game movies and stuff, like, and just anything with rich lore, they they always 
come off underwhelming when they make it to the big it's screen. A cash grab. It's so easy. It's a, it's a name. It's got a name to it, and you can, you know, you, oh, I'll just slap Resident Evil on this piece of shit, and so then we're gonna sell. Well, he they turned do. Resident Evil into the Fast and Furious. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness, you're right. <laughs> yes, she the did. first one was the best because it was actually about survival. Everything else after that, Alice was looking for trouble, and she got it. Trouble. So yeah, they Twobble. do. They do have a new Resident Evil film coming out. It's in the works, and they have cast. Um, they have cast a lot of people. I don't know a lot of these actors except for just one, but they've cast someone, uh, Kea Scodelero, as Claire Redfield, uh, Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine. I think she played uh, Stature, and she was Ant Man and Wasp. Like uh, oh, she was Ant Man's okay. daughter, uh, oh, grown up. I believe okay. she's playing uh, I that. Jill Valentine, uh, Robbie Amell. Hopefully he plays oh. Chris Redfield a whole hell of a lot better than he played Casey Jones. <laughs> uh, that, that was that was Stephen Amell that played Casey Jones. Oh, okay. Robbie then. Amell's his cousin. Well, color me wrong. Oh. Nepotism. I'm sure they're the same person. <laughs> one Tom? was the Arrow. One was Firestorm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tom Hopper is playing Albert Wesker. Uh, we have oh, Avon Joga Umbrella Academy as Leon S. Kennedy. Okay. Uh, Neil McDonough as William Birkin, and they are also casting. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, something Logue. He played uh, Bullock in the Gotham series. Okay, they've cast him, but they haven't just they haven't said oh, who yeah, he's playing he's yet. From like grounded but, for life yes, and all that. Yes. And but the fact that they have Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield, that's good Chris Redfield, right. Leon Kennedy. I mean, that, even just, Birkin is kind of a name that's like kind of deeper well, in the they, Resident Evil they, lore. Did they use him? I think they used him in number two. They used a uh, lot and, of and characters, but they weren't who they were. That's yeah, what made they me were so just mad. They would slap him on. They would slap him on. Like, oh, here's Carlos. Tom Hopper's a big Wesker. Because that's Space Boy from Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big dude for Wesker. Make it work. I mean, I I just want to see. I like it. I just want to see these com- these Hollywood companies, these production companies that are true. That they actually, it's like actual proper fan service. I mean, if they would just take what they did with Super Mario Brothers and just do that with everything else. <laughs> You're the worst. I was, actually, I was mad at Mike, and now I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah, if they did not call that movie Super Mario Brothers, it would have been okay. Oh goodness! <laughs> if the, if it was, you not guys titled... are being really harsh on that. Bob Hos- Super Mario Bob Brothers Hoskins. is the a lot of two. fun. Yeah, Bob Hoskins is great. It's it's fun. Yes, it is a fun. That's movie. my Wolverine. <laughs> yes, Harry <laughs> back and all. He was he was looked at at one point. Totally should have had it. Hanging out with Sean Connery right now, man. <laughs> Yes, they anyway, are. yes, they're shaving each other's backs. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'll say about go against oh, the no. green. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'll say about like the internet, as much as it sucks sometimes towards like movies and film, um, it's great for porn. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> naked, and that's our show. <laughs> no, but I think it's starting to hold creators accountable. People are using it for that, so they. It started. We're starting to get better content, better stuff from some of the source material, at least with video games, because people are calling it out. And it's the critics are speaking. People are reading reviews before they're going to see something. And unfortunately, it is influencing some people, and people aren't giving things a chance because of the Internet. But it's also making creators realize, oh, crap, people are going to call us out on our stuff That's why it I, sucks. <laughs> I was so happy that Sonic the Hedgehog made yeah. as much money as it did because they listened to the fans, they corrected it, 
and they were rewarded. They were yes. rewarded. People said for we it. have to go see this even if it sucks just yeah. because. Just because we did it. It, yep. it was enjoyable. It was a fun movie to watch. I've heard good things. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard very good things, and I, int- I intend to buy it. Yeah, I still I just haven't gotten around to it, but it's 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 good. To he see. just wants to buy it because James Marsden's in it. But anyway, well, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right, Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have that same room? Maybe. Yeah, in Sonic, they had a room where it was James Marsden and his girlfriend in Sonic. There was a doorway. Got my face. Knuckle, no, James Marsden and, and, and his girlfriend share one room, and Knuckles has the third room. I brought backup, Matt. <laughs> well, fuck y'all, though. I think Tails had a room in there, too. Tails? No, no, no. He's cleanup crew. He's got two tails. He, he comes in at the end. That's my res- resignation. Everybody's <laughs> laying down covered in sweat and other excrement, drinking Gatorade, and he comes in <laughs> flying with that tail like, you boys order a cleanup crew? And Wolverine's like, yeah, over here, bud. <laughs> Do we have, I, have, I have other <laughs> Get out. Real quick. <laughs> Please. Um, we're going to make Before it, I gonna, keep going. We're going to make it we, Yeah. A uh, bunch of new Mandalorian figures. Um, oh yeah! Build a bear great. launched a Mandalorian bear, but also with the. Um, Can you take the helmet off? No, it's no, part of his face. The then way. I don't know if it's Pedro or not. <laughs> the the child come. You can also get a pram with him, so you can get the actual little uh, crib he flies around in. Yeah, and he they both come with deluxe options that make noises. Sweet. Um, there is a child figure with a satchel, a Star Wars license um, Nerf Mandalorian blaster. And there was one other thing that I'm forgetting at this time. Um, and then the other quick news I had. Oh, it was him and the child uh, Funko Pop of them riding a Bantha, which is super cool. I It's awesome. Oh, I mean, quick, That's quick really thing. Cute. I mean, HasLab right now, you have a couple days left oh, to yeah. uh, to commit to buying the Vintage Collection Razor Crest. It's gorgeous. Which it's $350 plus shipping, so it's a lot of money. But... Uh, if they get, un- they've reached all their tiers for extras. If you, if we, I think it's another like a thousand five hundred more people that buy it, that unlocks the next tier, which is a vintage collection Jawa, ch- uh, Jawa Chief on vintage card back. Right now, you get the Razor Crest, you get a Mando figure in his best car armor, you get a Yoda the child, a baby Yoda child. On vintage card back, you get a stand for the ship, and you also get some carbonite blocks. That's sweet. Yeah. A lot of money, though. Nice. Oh, That's bet. awesome. But they also did release a Moff Gideon figure Ooh. and a armorer figure. For the vintage collection as well. Oh, it, that wasn't Black Series. That was vintage. Vintage. Oh, uh, they also they uh, they've already released the the Black uh, the Series. Black series. The right, only one they right. haven't done is Moff Gideon for Black Series, um, which is a six inch Black Series. A six inch vintage collection is the traditional three and three quarter inch. Right. Um, the other thing that's kind of a pain in the butt is on Walmart has a uh, you can get the Mando with the Beskar armor with the child on one card back. That's a Walmart exclusive. You can still get that on Walmart. Yeah. So, yeah. Then the DC Comics news I have real quick. There is a new Earth uh, launching, um, and it has a whole new Justice League. Jonathan Kent is Superman. Uh, Yara Floor is Wonder Woman. Joe, uh, or Sir Jorner, who was made very popular um, from Far Sector Green Lantern, Mm -hmm. um, is she's going to be in it. Andy Curry, who's a female Aquaman, and then... A brand new Flash, Flash Kid, the first gender-fluid Flash, 
um, and a Batman who they haven't revealed. They're all going to be in this new Earth. Um, some of the kids, they're flopping the age, the genders around with some of the kids, too. Robin's a female. Um, I believe Troy, uh, what's her face? I want to be the first time. Uh, there's a female, I can't think of her name right now. A wonder kid, a wonder girl is going to be a boy, rather. Uh, so there's a couple different things they're they're doing, and it, it actually looks really cool. It doesn't. It looks like the artwork is incredible for it. Um, oh, that's dope. They actually are doing it with a purpose, and it looks really, really good. Um, so that's the first thing, and then the second thing is we are getting another run of Justice League Dark, which I'm super excited about, and the team is Zatanna, Detective Chimp, who is now Etrigan. He is possessed by Etrigan, <laughs> which is super freaking cool. Um, and then John Constantine, Ragman, and Madame Zandu are fighting an evil Merlin. Um, and also hunting for Dr. Fate is the basic storyline of the new Justice League Dark. So I'm super excited for that. Um, no Swamp Thing, I'm out. And Zatanna's a little different. <laughs> she just sacrificed herself uh, recently in one of the D- Justice League Dark comics in a really grotesque way. And it's it's really cool. Um, that's all of the comic news I have. Oh, there is a new Galactus. That was the other thing in Marvel. I'm not going to say who it is uh, because it's a spoiler. But it's really it's it caught me off guard, and it's a pretty cool storyline. Okay, well now I want to know. Oh, Mouth it to me. What is it? A little closer here. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> Does the new Galactus share a room with Jean Grey and Cyclops? I mean, he with three he, other people, he, he could. Does. <laughs> he definitely could. Matt's just not even. He, sh- he shares a room with. Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> a fireman, a rockman, and a woman that turns invisible. Oh, you just gave it away. <laughs> like no spoilers, no spoilers, but 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 it's him. I didn't say anything. I did because you asked. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I wanted a hint. That was a, my hint. That wasn't I, a hint. That was a giveaway. That's all. His arm stretched out to next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stretch Armstrong, dude. Back uh, uh, back when you mentioned about the Moff Gideon character, I had this whole like like it hit, hit me. Did you guys see the interview with Moff Gideon where he was so like he's he's so. I, I forget the actor's name. Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. He's such a nice guy, and he's so into it, and he's so passionate about the character. But he was talking about the the saber that he has. Dark saber. And he's like, yes, this is the same one Samuel L. Jackson had. <laughs> and the woman interviewing him was clearly a huge Star Wars mark and know, knew exactly like where the blade is from, how it belonged to like the Mandalorians and stuff. And she was so cringy, but still trying to be nice about it. And like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. I didn't see that. That sounds awful, though. Yeah, (laughs) it was. And just how, like, he was just so into it. Like, yeah. And that's the same one that Samuel L. Jackson held. And it's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Is that a race thing? (laughs) Glad you said it because I was thinking it. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. I'm supposed to be the good guy, though. I'm not allowed to say yeah. those things. <laughs> swear, swear jar. That was a swear jar. We've said there's been like he's still drinking swears. out of there. I've said two. I've said two F words. Yes, Matt's, Matt's said one. been said two or three. Yeah, he, I've only said one today. Cuss like a pirate, just not F words. 
Do you guys have uh? You this have any more news? Up. I, we are all done. We We're have. All set. I have no we more. We have news. comic books. Let's get it. I guess the theme is crappy crossovers. <laughs> yes, it is. To make yeah. Michael feel real good. Yeah, because yeah. I am having a terrible Unless time. Unless you're Will and you pick something you know is not crappy, you I bastard. I didn't go crappy because I wanted to upstage all of you. <laughs> you That's suck. why I did it. <laughs> I, I was, wanted to be a bright, big, shining star. It was me, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> did it for the rock. <laughs> all right, who's going? Who's you, going? I want to hear the end of this story. What? You go first. Lead he, us off. he should yeah, finish people, it. People Are you guys been, sure? People have been. Are you guys for ready this. for this? People have been waiting for this since last. I don't week. think anyone cares. <laughs> I think I, this is I where people, people. You know what, Mike? This, this is a prime example of giving something awful your all and making the most of it. I went hard last week. Let's do it again. Uh, all right. I can, no, don't hold that. Clark looks like he eats way too much like Jack in the Box, and I can't handle it. I don't know why that's what I picked. Uh, this well, that's this version of Superman, how they, uh, whoever illustrated this, uh, <laughs> he looks like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Maybe he was up for the role, and we never knew. But like Alec Baldwin after he put on some weight. Yeah, Alec Baldwin Billy Baldwin? Now. <laughs> he, Daniel Baldwin. Oh. All right. <laughs> So we, so where we last left off is uh, at the end of part two, where they shot the beam into space to kill er- everybody with uh, uh, that isn't uh, perfect, uh, you know, real Nazi stuff there, right? Uh, the last issue we had Predator encounter Superman, where Superman hit him with a stick and the ship blew up, and Superman still has space aids. So this one, uh, it starts with the Predator. He has like an inner monologue where he's picking out the right weapons for this mission and saying that survival is an option, failure is not. No, wow, the Predator so... doesn't know English. No, no, he doesn't. That's why he picks the weirdest stuff to like record and repeat. Exactly. Over, over here. Like, do, do you want to be noticed? <laughs> what? He doesn't oh. know any better. Over here. Miami so fun. All right, so the, the issue starts with that. Then it goes on to uh, the, the militia boys. They're guarding the entrance to the temple that's shooting this ray off into space. And they're just like, prop, 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 left and right. They're like, oh, no, we saw something. And then the one like like lead militia guy's like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, I didn't see anything at all now, did you? All, all they saw it acting like men now. All right, hey, yo. I'll make a hell out. Uh, and then uh, they're all like, "Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry." Uh, and then it turns out that it's not the predator that they're that they're shooting at. It's actually Superman trying to be stealthy, going through trees, and he's and he's not having a good time right now. He looks like he's got a severe brain fever. Look at that. He is just pouring the sweats. He is, this is this is uh, I've yeah, seen too much Jack in the Box. This is how Matt <laughs> looks after he eats a lot of sausage and he starts sweating. The it's just sweats. they're like, oh no! I, I can't imagine to. a blue and red suit would blend well with the jungle. No, <laughs> no, not at all. The, the, Superman, he has to have like tactical Superman or like a, I don't know, maybe invisibility powers like the Predator never uses in this. Um, <laughs> he forgot. So, so Superman's hiding out, right? And then the one like Doctor Dude that was like the good guys, the good Doctor Dude, he shows up and he's like. Hey, Superman, I'm here. And he's like, don't worry. Lois and everyone else, they're going to civilization and safety. So, great. We don't have to deal with Lois anymore because she sucks. Um, so, it's like the Doctor and Superman, they're going in. And Superman's all just like, yo, I thought you were just, like, going to peace out and not deal with this. Because remember when I said he recognized the, the Predator when he saw him? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, this, this guy's just like, yeah, well, guess what? There's something worse 
than li- than than like living in Phil. What the fuck is going on? Sorry. What? <laughs> my my apologies. You're fine. You're fine. I uh, I thought that was you. No, no, that wasn't me. I thought my, that was you making sound effects. My mouth can't do that. I, I, I you fooled me. Then I would have more than just a bluegrass band, Will. Um, I'd be like that guy from Police Academy, making all the zippity zany noises. Yes. And he was also in Spaceballs. Uh, so he's like, there's something worse than living with fear. And Superman's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Doctor, shame. Mm-hmm. He's a man of not shame. So then, of course, we go back to the temple, and we have the one turncoat. Remember that lady with the with the boobs? Oh, I remember her. Yeah, it's the turncoat where she joined up with the bad doctor, and she's having like kind of second thoughts about it. She's like, "No, no, no, this is great. This is cool. We got to do this. We have to cleanse the earth, but there's just gonna be so much death." And the other doctor's like, "Oh, yes, there will be lots of death, but that is the price to pay to 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 finally su- achieve success in." Uh, and then uh, we, go, we go back to Superman and this doctor. They're sneaking into the joint. They're being really crafty about it and all that. Uh, but there's Even, like a, Does Superman have tactical gear on him? No, none at all. He's just blue and red, man. That and doesn't also, sound very tactical. He's not, only in his undies, and that's and it. He's, <laughs> and he's falling. Right, dude, this, oh, every issue, one, two, and three, Superman has been nothing more than a liability because of the space aids. Uh, he's Ooh, that's just, the worst time. It, 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 that's what I hear, Will. Uh, so then this is finally, finally, the Predator uses his invisibility abilities and, and takes out. You uh, said he didn't use them at all. <laughs> I lied. That's uh, the best kind of storytelling. Yeah, right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he's all like, and everyone's like, whoa, who did that? Limbs are flying. Everyone's getting impaled. And that disc chops off a bunch of heads. And everyone's like, whoa, what is happening? And it's like, oh, it's the predator. Okay, because then he, he hits the beep, 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 and he's not invisible anymore, which he should just stay invisible the entire time. <laughs> Uh, so, so Superman had a bunch of Highlanders with him, and now they're all dead? They all lobbed each other's heads off. So they're then, dead? Yeah, well, Predator... It's the quickening! Predator had that, <laughs> that, that big, giant lightning orgasm. He feels great. Yeah, the He's quickening. Ready to go. The quickening. Is this the gathering? Is it uh, the Juggalos? <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, the Predator recorded one of the... Uh, one of the guys said something about, like, hey, 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 hey don't be a wuss. And then Predator recorded it, and he played it after lobbing off everyone's head, going, don't be a wuss. All right, so anyways, we go back to the Superman and this doctor, and uh, this is where the doctor finally reveals the whole, like, like backstory behind the Predator, how he was part of this elite team. And he's like... Sorry to say this, you Superman, but we were quite Superman, if you ask me. So they're like in uh, the Iraqi desert. It's like this whole like group of of uh, of the super so, not not super soldiers, but they're just like really good at being soldiers. And the Predator showed up and killed everybody except for him because he had a broken tibia. He fell down some sand dunes. You know how it is in the desert. Uh, you know, you know how it is. We've all been there. Moon shoes. I was yeah. gonna say, wouldn't have fallen. Yeah, if he had those shoes. <laughs> He's so mad right now. And tibia, when he would have hit, the tibia <laughs> would have been properly <laughs> supported. Supported. And uh, the recoil wouldn't have been so drastic. If he had moon shoes, Predator would have been the least of his concerns because he would have had to deal with graboids. <laughs> Is this my Cyclops? Yeah, uh, yeah. that's. I was literally just thinking. <laughs> okay. You made it that way. <laughs> 
It's your own doing. You started this. <laughs> I didn't mean you to. Monster. So it's... <laughs> I did. Just remember, next time... I did. I next, didn't start it. Next time... But I'll you, finish it. You, <laughs> oh, next, I bet you will. Next time you tell people to watch Tremors movie, you better damn well tell them to strap on their moon shoes before they hit play. <laughs> so then the Doctor and Superman, they kind of like go about their ways. And that's where... Uh, the, so Superman, he, like, he kind of goes off and he's like, Oh, man, I gotta pretend like I'm Batman and be stealthy. Uh, meanwhile... The doctor is looking over at his, his shoulder and he sees the predator. And he's like, oh, God, that thing. Oh, what a figure it, it might come back this way. Gotta get out of here. No, I came back to help, not hide. Oh, so he loads up a gun and is all like, prop, 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 prop. and the predator is just like bouncing around, hardcore parkour off of a bunch of like pyramids and stuff. And uh, uh, the doctor's all like, oh, bully hell. Oh, I didn't miss. I, I, I didn't get one shot in. How is he able to blah, 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 blah. Uh, You know, whatever. Uh, so then like the head, the head militia guy shows up. <laughs> the head one? The head oh, one. no. Yeah, so finally, this is where we have it right here. We're going to see some action, sort of. And he's all like, here we go. I'm going to kill this here predator real good. Like, uh, and uh, uh, he tells... Uh, uh, Oh, so so Predator gets in front of the doctor's face, and he's like, he's like, no, 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 look at me. I don't have any more bullets, gold chap. It's not me you want to go after. That guy over there is very dangerous. Go after him. And Predator was like. And Predator actually left the doctor. That just got done shooting at him. Yeah, that doesn't make a lick of sense. No, should have taken a, his arm off. Not a lick of sense at all. Well, that's why this sucks. Uh. Uh, meanwhile, Superman's taking out other militia guys where he's grabbing him by the collars, lifting him up like five feet off the ground because that's as high as he could go and then drops him and does the whole like, next time I'm going to drop you from a thousand feet. And they're all like, whoa, Superman <laughs> means business. We better get out of here. Well, why have Superman all sweaty? Yeah. Did, did, why didn't he just give him the space aids? Well, you know what he had to do to do that. And <laughs> Superman's Superman's a man of character. Like I said, he'll fly on the moon just they to fix just, oh they just, just to fix the He could have just cut his hand and cut their hand and then Blood Brothers. Boom. Space AIDS. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say he's not gonna uh, uh, Yeah, I know what you were gonna say. He's married to Lois. Yeah, just handshake All like right, kids so, would do. Alright, so here's where it gets it gets ooh, let me tell you what, Matt, I know you're on the edge of your seat. I am your balls are tingling. Alright, so the head militia guy throws his gun down, he pulls out a big sword. He's like, Alright, yeah. Well we make this a little bit more interesting, will we? And the predator, like, he pops off his, his laser cannon thing, but he doesn't take his helmet off. He pops off his laser cannon. He's going after this guy. He's like, oh, right. he's a much a good idea. Now, is it? So Predator just, like, yokes him up real good. Uh, ends up, like, Predator shoots his claw. He has oh, the claw things. They actually shoot out. That's pretty cool. That's pretty They neat. shoot out. They kill this guy. Uh, and he's like, oh, he blimey. F- uh, shit. I didn't know these... <laughs> I didn't know what he's saying. Y'all right, you shooting not yet. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Superman's in the lab, and he's like, how do I stop this machine? And everyone's like, oh, it's not Superman. Uh, and he's like, how? And he's like, controls are at, oh, it's a gentle rental outside. 
And Superman's all just like, what if I just break everything here? And the other guy's like, oh, it's you to release all the bad stuff into the atmosphere. And we's all gonna get shit. The aneurysm's back. <laughs> and then Superman, Superman's like, there's gotta be another way. I'll find it. I'll stop this stuff. All right, so that's and um, no, no, let's see here. Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, all right. So finally, uh, uh, Superman somehow gets sidetracked again by Predator, and they start they start fighting. And he's just like, "Oh my god, this thing is gonna kill me! I can't handle this! I got space aids." Uh, so Superman, then he like kind of turns and he starts punching a wall over oh, and he's over. Man, yeah, he's just like Reagan smash. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> uh, and the Predator's all confused, just like, well, he's 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 out of he's out he's all sixes and sevens over here punching this wall. But what's happening is is that it's loosening them up the ceiling, and the ceiling drops down on the Predator, crushes him the same way Arnold killed the Predator back the in '87. Chandelier trick. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the other doctor, he one punches the turncoat lady and pulls her up on his shoulder. And he says, dear diary jackpot. Um, so then uh, <laughs> Superman takes uh, takes the Predator and puts him into one of the holding cells. OK, and Predator's in there. He's all knocked out. And the doctor's just like, listen, there's no way we could stop this without it with, with you know, being safe or whatever. You got to let this monster out. And Superman's just like, but he's a killing machine. I can't let him out. But he's like, but you know what, Doc? You're right. Superman musters up. He turned into Marty McFly for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's like, you know what? You know, you're right. I'm going to bend these bars. And he's lost my strength. Ah, he bends the bars. And Predator stares at him. Superman stares at him. Doctor stares at Predator. Superman stares at the Doctor. Doctor stares at the- You get the point. What we have here. Who's staring at me? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. Uh, and it's just like these three aliens are just staring at each other. And the predator walks off because they understand each other. Mm. Didn't right. I give him a pistol from no. the 1800s? No, 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 no. That's, no that's, that's what he did to Danny Glover. Uh, so uh, predator goes off to kill the head doctor. He chops his head off with that laser disc thing that looks like a CD. Uh, Predator starts up his his exploding thing where he's going to blow everything to smithereens, and he's just going to hang out there. But then he turns to Superman and does the whole, like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of uh, Batman and Robin, like, Ooh, I'll give this to Alfred, and he'll <laughs> take two of these, call me in the morning, chill. Uh, anyways, Predator just, like, pulls out this, like, vial, tosses it to Superman. Superman catches it. Him and the Doctor, they run out of the place. Place goes kaboom. Uh, everything's fine. Superman pops the top off of this vial, sucks it down. Space Aid's cured. The end. That's good. Him, I'm him glad. and Predator do the whole high five? No, no, no. Predator oh. blew up. Oh, Does sucks. Superman communicate him like like the Mandalorian was with the Tusken Raiders? Like, I'm really glad to see that. No. You know, these... these... <laughs> None of that happened. That like these these things I was brought up to to hate and despise. Uh, they uh, stared at each, they stared are friendly at each other. and can oh, be communicated. Oh, the with. sand people? After what they did to Anakin's mother, I can't like them. 
They didn't do anything to her. They just tied her up. God knows what they were doing. Do you know? Do you see the tapes? Maybe she <laughs> fell down a hill and they were nursing her back to health. <laughs> Maybe those cuts came from the sand dunes. You don't know. You know what was happening. You're the worst. I can infer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what a riveting. So there idea. we go. The thrilling conclusion of Superman versus Predator, which it shouldn't have been called Superman versus Predator because the most action they had was Superman hit him with a stick and then beat him up by dropping a ceiling on him. And then Predator saved Superman from the space aids. Nice. I like that. Sure. That's a good story. You like space aids? Yes. That's a good ending. It's a happy ending. Yeah. It would have been better if he, like, killed somebody. Like Lois. Yeah. Clark. You can't do that. Or everybody. Yeah. Predator wins. He killed all those Highlanders. (laughs) He did kill those Highlanders. (laughs) Will, I'm going to tell you, I think you should be the main event today. Yeah, oh, I was going to say you're not allowed to go. All right, all right. You go ahead. Who's the next one? Who's the next one? I'll go because I'm terrible. All right. Oh, Um, God. Thanks. (laughs) I'm the worst. But I think Will has to be the main event. Oh, he has to. I I don't. This literally nothing happened. This is why he gets paid the big bucks. Thanks for all the pressure, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, let's see. Good old Amazon. Uh, all right, guys. The next, uh, the story that I picked out for this for today for our weird crossovers is uh, the Punisher meets Archie. I just hope they have milkshakes. I love that. There we, are milkshakes. We, the Predator versus Archie is probably one of my all-time favorite crossovers. That was a great so because I, like, I grew up and I was like, ooh, Archie comics, no. Like as a kid, yeah, like you're not you don't gravitate towards Archie, but as an adult, you kind of read it and you're like, wow, this is actually because they're so not campy. Bad. They're they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They, they, that's their market. Like I don't know because right Casper and stuff. That's like an Archie yeah. comic type thing. So I, I don't know. I, I felt like they they just appealed to very just weirdly brought up children and and stuff <laughs> like that. Archie <laughs> Batman sixty six is super good too. I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a, uh, we've referenced a lot of Archie books on this show. Yeah. And, you know, it, I've, I've come to appreciate them. So this one is like, really? Punisher meets Archie? Why? Uh, and it was actually a very entertaining story. Very entertaining story. And they, they knew that. Uh, the, the story starts off here with uh, the Punisher. He's chasing down some guy. And uh, this guy, he gets away. And he takes a couple shots at the Punisher and slows him down and, and whatnot. But uh, Punisher doesn't get him. But they show this guy, he's a ginger. He has no soul, and he do they needs... say that? No. <laughs> I'm like you sold that, I was like, wait, is that really the storyline? Punisher <laughs> looks at him. Ah, ginger, no soul, huh? <laughs> I thought it just kind of just kind of writes itself. <laughs> he's got to go. I mean, he's pretty hideous looking. Um, Sorry for all ginger listeners. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that wasn't good. Um, they're fine. But That's their <laughs> word. After everything I've said, I'm sure Matt's not <laughs> offensive at all. Here. He's the most <laughs> offensive of the four of us. Yeah, yeah clearly. <laughs> this is where we draw the line. <laughs> but it's uh, it's cool. He's looking at uh, a list of places. He's trying to buy like a train ticket or something. You see there's Gotham. Gotham is on there, which I thought was pretty neat. A couple other places. I don't know if they're comic book references, but... Uh, Glendale, Ivy Town, Happy Harbor, uh, Sailport, Hairston. I don't know if there were other comic book references, but he, Riverdale is one of the places. And he goes, nah, give me a one-way ticket to Riverdale, see? <laughs> that's the way he looks like. I mean, if you've seen a man who looks like, you would imagine that's probably how he talks. <laughs> Man, see? He looks like the type that would laugh like, <laughs> 
You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, he is a mobster. He's a, he's a mobster. So, I mean, uh, both of those would work. Um, anyways, it cuts over to Archie. He's over Veronica's house trying to take her on a date, and her kid brother splashes him, splashes him with a water gun. He sprays him with the hose, but while doing that, by water hose, water hose. Um, <laughs> but by doing that, he actually soaks Veronica. Ooh! <laughs> it's a little hot. Woo! <laughs> yeah. And she cancels their date. Mm, it sets. It makes things very interesting going forward. Yep. It's like you can't Is write. Here, do we have a soundboard? I don't know. What's I don't. <laughs> we need a will soundboard. Feel like Wop should start playing. <laughs> They I better like bring a bucket and, and a bop. I like. Wait, they were supposed to have wings and pizza. Yeah, <laughs> wings and pizza. Hey, yeah, that's that's wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways, Punisher is uh, he's fighting. He's beating up some other gangster guys, mobster guys. He's trying to find out where this dude is, what his name is, and uh, he, he he catches wind that he's going to Riverdale. It's him. It's Microchip, um, who has a mean receding hairline. Uh, some nice. cool hair too. Really cool hair. But anyways. Uh, this 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 bad ginger guy, whose name is uh, I think it's Mel. My name is Mel. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call him Carrot Top. Melvin. Oh, He's at Veronica's house. What's he doing there? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you. He's trying to. He's talking to the dad about some business stuff because he's gonna take over the town. But he, uh. but Veronica falls for him because he looks like Archie. But he's a he's a gentleman. She says he's okay. A okay. So she takes him to this fifties bop thing at their high school. They were supposed to go. That was where they were. Him, her, and Archie were supposed to go, but she goes with Melvin. I'm just like he's the I'm better disgusted. Archie. She, he's the better. Ar- he's the, he's Archie, but better. Mm. Archie two point Yeah, and it gets crazy. It gets crazy. So Punisher's watching Archie being all mad, drinking milkshakes. <laughs> he's looking out through a window. And uh, some other mob, some other gangster guys come in, uh, and they they take him away, and they're driving in a car, and then then the Punisher follows the car and he shoots the car up. That seemed unprovoked. It it was little little crazy. He didn't pay for his milkshake. <laughs> it was vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he, this car spins out, and Punisher. It, the the last scene for this little bit, Punisher holds a machine gun up to Archie's face. Uh, Cuts off to the the fifties bop thing. And I bet. I bet what it was is it was a triple malt. You can't. You can't go triple malt <laughs> with the milkshake. Too much malt. You need That's, a spoon. Oh. You need a spoon for that. You can't <laughs> use a straw. That's an ice cream. Let's cut the mustard. That's just an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, is what that is. Triple malt's not going to bring anyone to the yard. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely too th- not. Too thick. <laughs> too thick. Anyways, it cuts over to the fifties. Dance thing, uh, and sweet there's Josie and the Pussycats. They're in here. They're actually the band playing at this fifties bop. You know, Josie and the Pussycats were notorious for having a bunch of male groupies every town they went to. Shocker. Mm-hmm. They did a live action movie of that too, didn't they? Oh. I think in the late nineties they did a live action. <laughs> yeah. they, the they did. I, I, they I have did. never seen it. <laughs> it's terrible. I've seen it. I'm sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. I think I've seen it like at the end of it. I, it can't be as good as Spice World. If it's Jabberjaw's not in it. I, I don't care. I tell you what, though, it is better than that Jim reboot. <laughs> never seen it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. You're cool. You're cool. It's cool. 
It's cool. You cool. Um, I'm cool. You're cool. You're cool, I'm man. Cool. Uh, anyways, this this Melvin, he's getting he's getting real touchy with Veronica. Like mm. real, real, like rapey. Well, what song is playing? It's the '50s, so let's take this into context. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Was number one. <laughs> Sean Connery was a good dude. I mean, what is? How is? How is that? Everything is probably comes full the, circle. The social. Our guests norm. called. They canceled for next week. <laughs> Probably. I bought you three malt balls. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, he's getting real pushy now, like hands, and 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 he's like, oh, I'm going to show you a good time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going <laughs> to show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I, I, can't, I don't know all the Archie characters' names, but this blonde girl, she calls. Betty. Is it Betty? Yeah. She's calling looking for Archie because this dude is, is, is cupping a field getting real close and punisher they cut up uh and it's it's punisher with a gun now on archie's nose underneath archie's nose and he's like he pulls him by his shirt and then he lets it go, him go because he's starting to realize hey you're not melvin uh and he shoots at those uh, some mobster guys and whatever uh archie runs to the cops and they're like hey you know the punisher's in town and something bad's gonna happen and it's funny because they show like uh, they show a flashback of the, the cop you know, just all everything Archie has reported and, and not been, you know, not been correct about. I remember it reminded me of uh, you guys see Hubie Halloween. Yeah, I yes. loved Hubie. That Halloween. That was adorable. Yeah, but it reminded me, it, it reminded me of all the things that it, like that scene where he's reporting a Kevin James cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, it, nothing was like just <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. But he sends him away. Uh, but I mean, eventually everything kind of comes together, and and Archie and, and Punisher start working together. It's very very peculiar. Uh, and there's a Punisher goes and meets meets up with finds Melvin at this this dance and a big shootout slash fight happens. It's really good with even microchip. He got he got popped by one of Melvin's goons. He got he got punched right in the face. It's kind of funny. Um, but but yeah, they end up stopping him. The the cops are all celebrating and everybody's celebrating because Punisher he was sent there by the government. They say to to, to stop this guy. It's very it's very. Very peculiar, but uh, but yeah, they stop they stop the Melvin guy, and that's kind of the it, end of it. At the 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 last, who's Archie's friend? Um, what the heck is his name? Jughead. Jughead. Yeah. Jughead. So the very last panel is uh, is somebody saying Cerebro says you're the most dangerous mutant alive. If that's the case, I'm gonna have to find out what you're made of, bub. And it's Wolverine's claws going through a picture of Jughead. <laughs> The end. You tell us, and that is. I hope it's the like panel of Wolverine holding the picture in bed with his claws. That's <laughs> <laughs> he should, probably traveled. He probably went through Jean's room and then went in. And <laughs> 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 We're bringing it back now. Yeah, we're look. bringing it back because you know that Professor X is his cerebro, just watching this. <laughs> just oh heavens! <laughs> hey, Micah, better bring. Moon shoes. Oh, you cuck. <laughs> That's the only thing they're wearing in the room. And Vaseline. <laughs> oh, dear. I God. bet that Gene starts floating and and Logan <laughs> and Scott put on moon shoes and they jump real high <laughs> to get up there. <laughs> Cyclops has the advantage because he's a foot taller. And well, because Logan weighs a lot because the animantium. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Moon Shoes can handle animantium. <laughs> no, that's too much not. girth. That's way too, too much, much girth. <laughs> and 
of Man seems a lightweight metal. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's got to be heavy. It's like aluminum, but indestructible. Uh, you're probably right. He's <laughs> <laughs> just filled with foil. Greg, do, do your thing. <laughs> do your thing. Okay, <laughs> Matt, excellent story. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it was it was cool and weird, but cool. So Jesus I've got Christ, Greg, hurry up! Shut up, Matthew. Before they start bringing up Cyclops again, hurry I'm up! I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> hurry up! I'm gonna bring it up. Anyway, this is a crossover between an IDW comic and a Boom Studios comic. It is issue two. It is the Primate Directive. It is a Star Trek and Planet of the Apes crossover. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So it starts, uh, this is issue two, like I said. So Kirk and um, Spock are sitting there, and for whatever reason, Spock is wearing a beanie and a vest, which I don't... Oh, he's a hipster. Is this like Zachary Quinto Spock or Leonard Nimoy Spock? It's Leonard Nimoy Spock for sure. But he's he's got a beanie on because he's blending into the jungle. In his beanie and vest. So the predator there. The ah. predator. He might be. You might actually use his invisibility. So they're yeah. not trying to save whales. They're not. Okay. Um, and they oh, land. Christ. And they see. Talking. back whales. <laughs> he goes, fascinating. Talking self-aware primates. And, of course, this is one of my issues with this. Kirk goes, any more surprises in store for me, Mr. Spock? As a matter of fact, and to... Monkeys, they're primates, apes, drop from the sky and immediately attack them and start shooting. Is it like Caesar? <laughs> it's not. It's just two randoms. Just and they start shooting and um they kind of get in a firefight with these monkeys and stun one of them. Are they they're apes, they're not monkeys. These apes, these large creatures, these prime apes. Get your hands off of me, you <laughs> damn dirty apes. <laughs> <laughs> so so the they're surprised because the um, the primates are shooting with rifles. They have um, fully automatic rifles, and they actually look like they have laser rifles. Um, and General Brutus shows up, or general the general shows up, and Brutus has been hit. And the, next to the general is a Klingon, Core, uh, who has been supplying them with these rifles. Um, and you find out they've actually somehow hopped through a parallel universe. Um, where this is Earth, and the Klingons are working with the apes to take over Earth and expand their control. Oh, this is just bananas. You're, uh... <laughs> 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 this story is appealing me apart. <laughs> So that's the whole comic. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, and it goes on, and there's a comment about how the Klingons like, oh, they didn't want to fight you anyway. They have they have no stomach for a fight, and of course, it immediately cuts to Captain Kirk saying that he hates running from a fight. Uh, then you look over. Do the, come on, man. Do, do the voice. I can't do the voice. I did Try. it as best as I could. Try. I hate. Running from a fight. <laughs> That's as good as it's going to get. Keep going. Keep going. That's I all like he it. says. Like Would you um, read him again, though? You're going to read it just like that, I will, right? Okay, you got yeah. it. I need I need these characters. And then you right. hear Russell, 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 Russell in the woods, and they look over in the jungle, and there's an Adam and Eve-looking set of humans just in loincloths hanging out in the bushes. Is it Nova? 
It's just a man with red hair and a woman uh, with blonde hair. It's the same guy from your story, it Matt. Is, it's Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. There's a lot of redheads in this. Man. I'm not going to use that word. That Melvin and word. Melanie. Uh, <laughs> and Mullen. <laughs> Why does he fit into that equation? Is that, like, you think they got three rooms? Look at that. And meat. then there's a door. <laughs> Each room and it's twiny. Greg, that wasn't me. Go ahead. Look at that beanie on Spock. Oh, that's weird. It's like a legit beanie. It's like a sailor. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh, so these humans that they find don't speak. So they decide to, you know, oh, they're fine. So we're going to bring them back to the Enterprise with us. Um, And so they're on the Enterprise having this long meeting about multiverses and parallel Earths. And the apes and how they can exist. And uh, Dr. Brones brings up a zoologist um, to kind of help them with all of this. And it's a lot of science mumbo jumbo. Um, And so they decide to go back down and search even more. uh, And they all get beamed down. It's the four of them and Chekhov right in front of the Statue of Liberty. And while they're walking, they find another group of humans with a horse and this time with a gun. Uh, And immediately the humans start shooting at them and then go, my God, you're human. <laughs> like it's not obvious. And I'll, I'll do Kirk for you. Yes, please. But we're not here to hurt you <laughs> as he's getting shot. <laughs> um, uh, they run up and they, they start talking about, there's a lot of exposition in this and this is why I'm having, tr- I have trouble with this. It's almost a hundred percent text. There's like zero action. It's like, sh- you can't read? I don't know how to read. That's why I read comic books. <laughs> There's pictures. That's slanderous. <laughs> how dare you denounce public education? I mean, I have a ton of Wanda education. You so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going ape for this story. <laughs> but. Um, they kind of start arguing, and the the guy's asking for help. He's looking for a weapon um, to to take out the take out the apes. Um, and Kirk's saying that's not what we're here for. We're strictly exploratory. We're not here to kill and and fight. Uh, and and basically, the guy gets into it and goes, "Fine, like I need you to help me. These people are holding us all hostage, and I want you to take them out." Um, so Kirk. Mr. Scott, I want a low-level phaser burst on the area directly below us set to stun. It like, sounds more like Adam West. Uh, you really went Canadian there. I know. I mean, he is Canadian, so that was so good. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, and they knock out the whole group of apes, um, two of which were actually friends with these humans. Was one grape ape? <laughs> I mean, he was wearing purple. There you go. See? <laughs> so you may be right. Perfect. Uh, so Cornelius and Zira are the two apes that they are actually working with, um, and they wake them up and introduce them to um, the captain. And the one thing I do like is there's the little like yellow text that has the captain's log in the side, uh, and he you know does his typical thing, uh, and they kind of explain about the history of everything, and it ends with this guy arguing with them again, and as um, they're leaving off to kind of go their separate ways and go back to the Enterprise. This guy puts Chekhov in a chokehold and steals his communicator that allows them to um, use the ship to stun Chekhov the Chekhov is useless. And that's where it ends. So it's, it's okay. Uh, the first two issues are just 
it's just a lot of talking. There's not a lot of action. Very sciencey. There's four more issues. I will end up reading the other four just to give it a chance. Where's Sulu at during this whole thing? Uh, he's in the first episode on the ship, or the first comp issue, and he does get into a little firefight, which is the most exciting part of the first issue, but that's about it. You sure Sulu was in, in a certain room? He might be. With a certain he did have a people. He did have a disguised mustache that he Ooh. could take on. <laughs> look at the look. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, the Primeape Directive, which is probably the best thing about the comic is the name. Oh, yeah, I love <laughs> puns. Puns are the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Uh, I should have read Star Trek crossover with the Green Lantern, but I didn't. <laughs> This was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made sense. It made sense. See, you know I, me. I like weird stuff, and this was like yeah, man, was super on the weird. nose. So I went with a not shut up terrible crossover because I wanted to. I wanted to shine like a big bright because this star. is a Ninja Turtles my podcast. Star. Well, <laughs> I I took two of my favorite things, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman, <laughs> and this is issue five of a six issue arc. This is uh, Batman Ninja Turtles 1. There's also a 2 and a 3, and they also did a crossover of the Batman animated series with the Ninja Turtles 2012 cartoon. So that one's awesome because those are like my two favorite cartoons mushed together, and it's phenomenal. And they did an animated movie of it that was The animated movie kind of follows the first six issues. So uh, this issue is issue 5 of 6. Um, because the ending of this issue is, is, is amazing. But um, the animated movie is kind of close to the first six issues. It's not like verbatim, but it's it's kind of close to it. So we start with Batman and Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon's like, oh, no, I'm getting old. I'm getting tired. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what's going on in Gotham no more. Batman shows up at the bat signal. He's there. Jim Gordon's just praying for retirement, and he says, uh, you know, I don't want any more headaches. And all of a sudden we get, bam, Leonardo, Raphael landing on the bat signal. And they ask, do we look like headaches to you? Jim Gordon's just rubbing his nose. He's just fed up with it. Batman assures him that they're his friends. And he tells him that uh, Arkham Asylum has been taken over by the Foot Clan. It's now the Foot Clan headquarters. So basically in the first five issues, the Turtles went through a dimensional portal. They're in Gotham City. Uh, they went there because the Shredder went through the portal first to take over Gotham. So they're there. Uh, Shredder also, earlier in the series, he formed an alliance with Penguin. Uh, but Penguin's fed up. He comes in. Ah, I'm here because ah, Shredder. <laughs> He's taking over Is my... He a penguin or a toddler? <laughs> Hold on, I'll try I'll try this voice. Oh, no. The <laughs> The Shredder is taking over. <laughs> so basically, the Shredder has taken over Penguin's turf. Penguin thought it was going to be a mutual relationship. Shredder's just taking advantage of him. He's just taking everything from the Penguin. Oh Penguin's fed up. So he comes to tell the Turtles, Batman and Commissioner Gordon, what's going on, how they can take the city back. He wants Shredder the hell out of this dimension. And he also tells him that the Shredder is in cahoots. With a certain league Ooh. of extraordinary, extraordinary gentlemen. gentlemen. That was lofty. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing extraordinary about that league of gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the, one of the cool lines is Penguin says, you never thought that ninjas were going to come into Gotham and 
Raz al Ghul wouldn't pay attention to it. So Raz al Ghul and Shredder have formed an alliance with all kinds of ninjutsu craziness. Oh, of course. So then uh, dope, we though. see Batman, Leonardo, Raphael. They're off to save the day. But oh, oh, Leonardo, he falls ill because the mutagen space is AIDS. wearing it's space aids. It's no wait, transdimensional aids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second worst type. So since the turtles have gone through a dimensional portal, uh, the mutagen is losing its effect. So the turtles are trying; they're starting to revert back to their turtle form, not their teenage mutant ninja turtle form, just a turtle ninja form. Oh man! Then so wait, we, they'll still be ninjas. They'll just be. They'll just be like like they know ninja. But they just won't be able stars. to effectively uh, do the ninja be because like yeah. So they still pose a threat. Batman no, will no, just use them as batarangs. He'll just be chucking turtles at people instead of batarangs. Yeah, but I, I always <laughs> I, like it's it's like the three ninjas. Like size doesn't matter as long as you know the. Yeah, but okay. For instance, right now, if you were a black belt, yeah. Okay, when you're eighty, you're still a black belt. Yeah. Are you as effective? I don't know. I'll look at David Carradine until he choked himself to death. Jeez. Like he was, uh, he did, was did, uh, Steven Seagal. Or did someone? he fight in Kill Bill Two? You literally, he could have went with Steven Seagal. He w- no, he didn't fight. <laughs> he, had to go he just, he just sat there and did. He expositioned Jackie us to Dan. death. He had one too many cocktails. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, Not, he, yeah, he did. He was getting drunk. Don't you remember the whole scene? I'm saying is, is that I think these turtles would still hold a chance, but they'd be the size of a normal turtle. But they know. Ninja. They're, they, they're, they know ninja. Yeah, but their limbs Stealth. are tiny. And so they what? weigh five ounces. Even and you more can dangerous. step on them. We can, we can test this. Let's teach a ninja karate and then have it fight somebody. The, the art of the ninja isn't something you could just do overnight. Like, this is gonna It'll take, take a, lot a while. Of time. Yeah. They live for a long time. Do you know any ninjas? I, I know some turtles. Okay, I know. Will has a turtle. For instance, you think Daniel LaRusso is as effective now in his present form as he was back in 1982? Maybe well, he was never so. a ninja. He might be more effective now. Now, uh, Miyagi... If, hey, look if, at all those cars he's had to wash. If Pat... Uh, that's true. That's uh, true. Uh, Pat Morita. If Pat Morita. If Pat Morita was still alive, I think he would be just as effective. Mm. I think ninja is is timeless and ageless. And sizeless? And sizeless. And I think it's, I think it's the whole, like, like, like... Like never underestimate your opponent. I disagree. So Donatello and <laughs> Michelangelo are sitting at the Batcave, and Michelangelo has rigged the Bat computer so they can play video games on it, and they're having a grand old Classic time. Mikey, here comes Casey Jones. He walks in and he's like, "Hey, uh, I came here to rescue you because you're all going to turn back into baby turtles and you'll be useless as baby turtles." Yeah, bet. I mean, Casey and, is I pretty came, negative. Yeah, he's like, I came here to save you. You guys are sitting here playing video games. What's the deal? And he's like, well, in an earlier issue, Casey Jones got the crap kicked out of him. So they were sitting back to make sure that the concussion didn't kill him. Because he was sleeping, <laughs> but they to, wanted to watch him. He's you know. got to sleep mm. it off. That's the best thing. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden. going to go Chris Benoit, April O'Neil. They hear a oh voice. goodness. <laughs> they hear a voice, and it's Damon Wayne. And he's perched up there. And no. Batman didn't tell his own son that there's mutated teenage turtles at the Batcave. So he's like, who are you? Are you criminals? So he gets into a fight with Michelangelo, Donatello, and Casey Jones. And they're making fun of him because he's a little five-year-old kid. But he still kicks all their asses. Uh, yep, all three of them. Damon Wayne. 
little kid kicks Casey Jones' is this, ass. Is this Damon Wayne's from In Living Color? Then a uh, scary movie? Yeah, 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 That's it right. is. Okay. Yeah, That's probably why they named him Damian Wayne. I never got that. Because Damon Wayne was supposed to be Robin in Batman Forever, or Batman Returns. Wow. <laughs> well, I just learned something. I was today years old, and I learned that. <laughs> so he, either way, Batman comes back. He breaks it up. Leonardo is uh, he's not doing much because he's mutating back into a small turtle. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, Alfred comes along. Uh, the uh, mumbo jumbo about the the, the trans dimensional AIDS. Uh, I, apparently, Alfred's a donor. I don't know. Uh, but then Splinter comes. Splinter's there. Splinter, he's also a donor. Him and Alfred have uh, been talking about uh, space AIDS and trans dimensional. Oh, I AIDS. bet those two. And have then great uh, conversations. they <laughs> realize that the turtles are going to go back to their own dimension, so they don't turn into baby turtles. Batman says, "I got the shredder. I can handle it. I can handle." Everything that uh, comes, you know, Raz al Ghul, Shredder, I've handled worse. So Batman gets in the bat plane with Damon, Robin. They go off to Gotham uh, Arkham Asylum, which is now the foot headquarters, to fight it off. And all of a sudden, as they land, they they are confronted by the Penguin. But the Penguin is a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Since the Penguin turned on the Shredder. The Shredder said that you, sir, are going to be the first to go through the transmorphosis. And everyone else will learn their lesson. So the Penguin's a penguin. And the last panel is freaking amazing. Because we see Batman and Robin squaring off with the Penguin as a penguin. We have Bane as an elephant. We have Mr. Freeze as a polar bear. We have Poison Ivy as a Venus flytrap. We have the Scarecrow as a crow. <laughs> Crazy. I was expecting like a sack of Two Face is a baboon. I was thinking, yeah, just like a haystack. <laughs> like he's just like an evil haystack. The piece of corn. Yeah. <laughs> We have the Joker as a cobra, the Mad Hatter Rad. as a hare. We get the Riddler as a mongoose, and my favorite one is the Ventriloquist as a parrot. That's Aww. great. The, like the Two Face as a baboon is completely like yeah, they like, couldn't think of anything. Like better. some of them make sense, <laughs> some are like, well, that they're just reaching on that one. Like, it's like Mortal Kombat when they had the animalities. Yeah, like oh some of them God, make yeah. like Scorp- Scorpion didn't turn into a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, like that makes no sense. Like I get Riddler is a mongoose. The, the Mad Hatter is a hare. Like I love the parrot. That's great. For, I love that penguin is a penguin. Yeah, what, 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 he's, he's an what emperor penguin, by the way. <laughs> They've got what? great does, eyebrows. Does he have bling? Oh, he sure does. He's got the monocle and everything. It's oh. fantastic. <laughs> so the next, there's, this is issue five of six, but this is the first run. There is a second run. There is a third run. The second run is also really good. Third run's a little crazy. Uh, but it's also enjoyable. Is that the one where they put all the turtles in the bat family suits? Or was yes, that, yeah. that's the third run. Yeah, yeah. It's like the that's the one where like their two um, uh, multiverses are like converging on each other. So like Batman is like the splinter to the turtles, yeah. and the turtles are like the bat the bat family. And it, which yeah, is kind of cool. It's cool. It's visually cool, but yeah. like story wise, it's all over the place. Seeing so, a turtle in like a Robin outfit is pretty awesome. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. So that I is just my wanna... book. Uh, I would highly recommend any of the Batman Ninja Turtle crossovers. Yeah. If you like Batman, and you like the turtles, uh, you'll love it. 
So. Hey. Hey. You want to, guys want to hook me up with the last Ronin? So good. Oh, really? you looking at me because I got two copies? <laughs> <laughs> Not to keep, but I just want to read it. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can get you one. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Good friends. Are we going to keep this theme going for the rest of the month? Do you want to do crossover month? I don't hate that. I don't. We Why can, not? We've done that before. That was yeah. one of our favorite months. I love crossover month. I just love crossovers. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I have last year we did November. We did Movember, which is all just mustache characters. But yeah. I, I mean, we're starting off with with crossovers. We might as well just stick with it. There's a lot of fun ones that we haven't touched yet. So, what do you think? Do you want us to do crossovers? Tap, yeah. Tap your phone. <laughs> tap your phone or car stereo twice if you want us to do. They said crossovers. yes. Yeah. It's either we're going to do crummy crossovers or I, I don't know, no nut November or something. It's just all characters. I don't characters you wouldn't jerk off to. <laughs> For wow. me, it's going to be really hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like, I know where this is going. I am into everything, comic book wise, especially this Superman vs Predator one here. Yeah. So yeah, cross. I, I think we're gonna stick with crossovers. If those are our options. Yep. <laughs> All right. Are they gonna become crusty crossovers for you, Micah? Well, pages. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> so, so next week Dangly we, we have an, we have an interview. I still have to send out the Zoom thing. Yeah. But I'll be on my best behavior. I promise. Guys, we, we believe you. All right. Um. So we're gonna interview our uh, our our sponsor slash partner at Panda Bony Toys. Uh, and talk about the alternation brand that they mm-hmm. created, and you know the, the sweet toys that we got to open on a deal. That's great because they're crossing over species of animals for those characters. Oh, look That's at crazy. that! That crossovers make sense. It's like an animorph. We planned this. Those were we good, totally planned it. That those way. were good books. Those were. They were. Um, and then yeah, we'll have some books for you guys to read too. So we won't do too much news. We'll probably do the interview and just just read some. Comics and Read the news for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless there's something absolutely crazy that comes out, yeah. which who knows? But I mean, I don't even know. Are we going to be here next week? Like the whole world could end tonight. I'm oh, Zoom calling okay. in regardless because I'm going to be in another state okay. where it's warm. It's warm. It's supposed to be like seventy degrees. It is in three supposed days. to be yeah. like seventy degrees. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to take a vacation during the, like the nicest last week of yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It might be. It's the start of the new world. Tina Turner's gonna come around, put us in order. <laughs> <laughs> will you? Will you be on my shoulders, and we can be master blasters? Bottle town. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> master blaster. Master blaster. Bottle town. I can't wait to shove pick shit for the rest of my life. God damn. <laughs> That's fuel. Woo. Say louder. No, that's the mind of a child. <laughs> he sure does, that old Master Blaster. <laughs> He's innocent. Gonna bring us Master a new... Blaster would have been the first Ooh. one to go from this doctor's experiment <laughs> in Superman. Yeah, and that's a darn shame. <sighs> he could have brought a whole new wave of Nazi regime to that faction. <laughs> well, I got nothing else. Until next I time. I think I'm tap dry. Until next time, remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some have podcasts.
topics and just having fun. Whoa, what's that beam of light? Hey, young Andrew Lenz. It's me, Andrew Lenz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PSA!